spending time with her husband, friends, family, including her 12 grandchildren. In her spare time, she connects and celebrates with the women involved in motorsports, taking you behind the wall about their journey of life, racing, and how they juggle everything to make it all work. Welcome to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Strap in, window nets up, the pedals are down, and when the green flag drops, we go. This is Melinda Russell with Racing Girls Rock Podcast, and it's my honor today to introduce you to Steffi Bow. Steffi and I uh, connected on social media, and she has a very interesting project that she and a couple of other ladies are involved in, and I'm excited to share with you what they're doing and maybe how you can get interested and involved. So, Steffi, welcome to the show, and I'm just going to let you tell us a little bit about yourself and then tell us what you and the, your two lady friends are doing. Yeah, so first of all, thank you so much, Melinda, for having me on the show. I really appreciate this. And uh, yes, so my name is Steffi Bao. I am a former three-time women motocross world champion and been plugged in into the motorsport industry pretty much since I was a little girl. I started riding motorcycle at four and, and uh, racing motorcycle at six. So, you know, like uh, even though it's two wheel and not four wheel, you know, which four wheel is usually mostly associated with motorsport, it's still motorsport. And, um, you know, I had a very fun time and uh, enjoy my, my racing years. Uh, fast forward to a couple of years ago, you know, I started to um, pay attention to the industry and uh, I saw that there was a void into the esport segment of two wheel, especially in the off road um, community. So, for the people that they don't know what esports are, um, esports pretty much is a playing video game with a video game in our case because we have the passion about motorsport which is called sim racing which means simulated racing and uh, playing video games just like um, on the same tracks so like uh, all the athletes uh, and the driver and the riders um, compete on so formula one has a very strong esport uh, tournament going on um, there is a lot of interest and uh, even now with um, the situation with covid that the, we all have to go through um, the esport the part of formula one took off incredibly so much so that uh, because the rider the drivers couldn't really compete you know, like they put their skill into the games. So they started competing the games. So creating a very big and interesting community where, uh, you know, rider and gamers and fan can all play together and enjoy their favorite sport. So as I was saying, there was a, 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 a void into the motocross and supercross uh, area of uh, eSport. So I, my background is in motocross and supercross and um, I know everybody in the industry. So I started to make my research and uh, I discovered that there was an interest and uh, I surround myself with two partners. Uh, one of them is my sister, which uh, she lives in Italy. 
and she comes from the MotoGP uh, world. The other one is, uh, her name is Claire, and she is in the UK, and she comes from the Formula One world. So I felt that with a team of three very strong women, they had very good success in male-dominated industries such as motorsport, we could do something fairly cool and interesting into gaming, which is also a male-dominated industry. So we picked motorsport gaming, you know, because that's where we have the passion. And uh, yeah, so we create Init Esport. So Init Esport is an agency that creates tournaments for uh, um, motorsport games and specifically focus on engaging with women participants. You know, we really care about growing the side of gaming for women. And uh, we feel the gaming can be a first stepping stone into motorsport as a whole because, um, you know, there are different aspects of being a part of, a, of an industry, of a sport. Some are people that work in the industry, some are the riders, the drivers, and some are the fans. So the fans and people in the industry, they don't get much of a chance to actually be sitting on a car or on, on a motorcycle and do the sport. Well, gaming lets you do that. And in the, in the, in the four-wheel um, aspect is actually with the simulators, it's super fun because uh, you really get to, to experience, you know, to sit in, in, a, in a seat, you know, like and, and grabbing that steering wheel and racing on the race deck track the usually you know your idols are racing mm -hmm. and uh, you can put your skill to test and um, it's super good and I think it's a it's a way to kind of lower the entry barrier to the sport so that maybe people that will never had an interest into you know motorsport as a whole with gaming especially in the millennial generation that they live online <laughs> um, it could be a good way to use it you know as a tool to bring more consumer into the motorsport industry so i'm just i'm just sitting here listening and just so interested and i do have some questions so you know iRacing was big when nascar was out so a lot of people now know more about esports because of iRacing. And so we saw all the rigs, they called them, you know, the seats and the, all the computer monitors and everything that they use. So what, what do you have to have to get started to do the motorcycle or the motocross racing? Well, in reality, you just need the console, the game, and with the console comes the controller and that's it. That is the same thing that you will be um, getting if you play any other, you know, game or even like the, the iRacing games or Formula One games, you know, you can still start by playing it with just the console. Some people, when they start to get very good at it, they move from a console to a PC because uh, the process of speed of a PC is, is much faster than a console. So you get reaction times, you know, dur during the game much more accurate. And then, you know, like uh, you can evolve, you know, like and get into the rig, like you mentioned, you know, like where you, you have the entire setup and it, feel, it feels like to be in a cockpit of a car. For motorcycling, we don't have a rig yet because it's very difficult right now to reproduce the feeling of a triple jump in Supercross, for instance. Mm -hmm. Like so to be able to get a simulator that 
to have those enclosed capsule where you can feel the g-force because the capsules capsule move so outrageous cost of course about that so we are not there yet but with the, the the evolving of esport and the interest of more and more people into esport, I will not be surprised that in a couple of years' time, some company will come up with an idea of how to generate that sort of feeling. But the car world is much ahead already. And the current rigs, you know, like that you can, uh, can buy and can purchase, they are very cool. And they really span, you know, from any kind of money. You can have, a, you know, a, a starting beginning rig for $500, which is less than a go-kart. So that's my point of, you know, trying to get kids into <clears throat> the sport, but, you know, with a little bit of a less you know, investment at first. But then, you know, if you really, really enjoy that, that there are um, rigs that they get up to even $20,000, which is, sounds outrageous, but, you know, like it's, it's just like the simulator of the car. So much so that the one that they cost them much, the, the real racer, the real driver, they have them at home mm -hmm. because teams start to analyze data from the rigs and they figure it out that they can get the very close to reality data back. So it's much cheaper to put the driver into a car if it crashes on the screen mm -hmm. and safer than, you know, go testing and have a, a driver in the car and then, you know, collect all the data and then maybe, you know, have a risk of a crash that can hurt the driver, but also, you know, can be very expensive. So, you know, there is a lot of interest in the, in the, these two worlds, like the real sport and the gaming, because it can feed from uh, off of each other in multiple ways. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And so I was, you know, my husband and I ride motorcycles. I sold mine. I can't, I can't do a lot of it anymore because of my back. But um, we love motorcycle racing, and we we you know watch it on TV. And we used to go to Mid Ohio all the time to watch it. And so. Um, if you haven't ridden a motorcycle, even just down the road where the wind's blowing and all the things that you feel when you're on the motorcycle, you, that's hard to replicate in a video game, I would think, um, you know, but just the actual driving and along the, the track and the jumps and all the things you do, it's pretty sophisticated, isn't it, the, the game that you have. Yeah, I mean, the games right now, they are at the level that uh, from the first point, uh, first person point of view, so like the racer is on the motorcycle, they feel pretty realistic. Like you have, like in the off-road type of games, you have the ruts in the track, you need to pick your lines, you know, you need to shift the gear to be able to make the jumps. So, you know, they, if you've never done um, or rode a motorcycle before, like you said, the feeling is like, uh, I don't know what this is about. But the other way around, if you are a, a kid or, or an adult that rode a motorcycle before, you can kind of like in your brain feel what you're actually replicating on this on the screen. So it's fairly engaging, I will say. It's, it's a fun way to, you know, like a get better also because a lot of the tracks in the video games they are exactly the real tracks so you know you can get accustomed you know like uh, racing it's a lot about memorizing you know like uh, the um, 
the layout of the track and knowing exactly, you know, where you have to shift, where you have to break, you know, like uh, um, wh where the track develops in, and in what way. So the game is kind of like keep practicing, keep practicing, keep practicing. So it's, I think it's very cool. For a former racer, I have to say, when I play some of those games and I've been on those tracks before, you know, like maybe I play with people that are fan of the sport but never experienced the track, they always say, ah, oh, you're cheating because you know where the track goes. I say, yeah, I do know where the track goes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I'm assuming that um, you can start from never having driven and are do you like, you can grow and go levels up, levels up, or, you know, explain a little bit how that works. Like, do you have, um, like a group of people that you race against? And so explain how that works. Like if I wanted to get started, what would I need to do? Well, first of all, you need to have a, the game of your choice, you know, like if it is a motorcycle game or a car game, you start there. Then there are different levels and different interaction that you can have you can do what is called a local tournament, meaning that you play with yourself, you know, and the computer. So it's the AI of the, of the game that toss um, ad, um, competitors at you in the track, and then you pretty much race against the AI in, in the console. And that is a good way to start because so you can get familiar with how the controller works you know what you need to do in the racetrack and uh, you know learning the racetrack and um, and then once you have done that that you have just starting to go very good you know and you have levels you know like um, like in racing game like in real racing there's going to be a lot of things based on lap times so better you get more faster you're going to get and then you can kind of like get more difficult competitor against you, you know, to grow up level. That's the first, the first step. Then you can start playing online. And online, the game itself will find people in the system that are on your same skill level. And at that point, you can start to create a community and even forge friendship with people online to, to start playing against each other. At that level, you, the game allows you, for instance, to create a, a career. So you really have to like look at sponsors, look at, you know, be seen by team managers, you know, like get into a team you know, like having a mechanic that knows, you know, how to fix the, the car or the motorcycle. And then, you know, like you start in a team and you start growing. So once you get the team that you're very good at it, you know, like then you can start, you know, shop around to be choose or picked by other teams. Then there is a third component, which is actually eSport. So what eSport is about, it, it takes the whole event a step further meaning like you create tournaments then they have live event with it meaning like if you get that good you're gonna have to do you know like a true on championship and then at the at midway usually through the championship you know the the, the way that we are developing this is to get the real sport involved so like in motorcycle like a ktm a honda or a kawasaki team will get the chance to pick a gamer to represent the company on the game. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's really like 
real racing, but in a dig digital format. So much so that uh, we were able to um, grab their attention to the AMA, which is the American Motorcycle Association. Mm -hmm. And uh, we explain all of this uh, to, to AMA, how, you know, more and more people, you know, and especially the millennial, you know, like uh, they have this technology, their fingerprint, so they will be uh, joining, you know, gaming more and more. Then uh, we made an agreement and we became officially the promoter for any race for AMA digitally. So that means that once we are going to be able to do all of this tournament, the champion of the Supercross uh, digital championship or the uh, flat track championship or the Moto American champion, we actually receive an AMA number one plate for being the digital champion of the discipline. So there are so many ways to, you know, like get more and more involved. And like I said, it is a cross platform, you know, companies and, uh, and, um, and brands that make a product, they can start now looking at gaming as opportunity to get people to be on their brand mm -hmm. and then, you know, influence the buying purchases of those people because you assume that they might start out that they are not, they don't have a motorcycle or they are not necessarily fan, but then you can kind of like grow this interest and turn them into fans. Like for instance, one on our idea is that at various stages, you know, like if you win a tournament, a local tournament or whatever, you know, like we can grant it to the winner a motorcycle class. So if you never tried motorcycle, now you get a point, a, a way to, to get involved with the real thing. So, you know, creativity is uh, the key right here. And uh, the very cool part, like I said, I think that us as a company, we moved quick and early. And uh, thanks for, to the network that we have, we were able to slide right in, in there and uh, becoming one of the point of reference for a motorsport, a two-wheel and four-wheel um, events in esports. Wow, I'm just totally fascinated. And you know, you're at the you're at the the ground. You're groundbreaking, and so there's nowhere to go but up for this. Because I, I was just sitting here thinking, you know, when I racing was going on, and the NASCAR guys were racing FedEx and book. Bush Beer and M&M's, they were all getting all of that exposure. And what great exposure, Indeed. because there was nothing else to watch. Fox picked it up and put it on TV. Mm -hmm. And the ratings were amazing because there was nothing else to do. Now that's not always gonna be the way, but it also, it, all it takes is getting somebody to just look at it once. Just like getting them to go mm -hmm. to the track, get them, get them to a motorcycle race just one time, and I guarantee they're going to go back 90% of the time or more. I just, oh, yes. Right. And so you're doing the same thing, you know, get them exposed to this. They can do it from home. They can, don't have to travel. They can meet people all over the world because it's internet based. They can make friends like I have. You yep. and I have become friends. We don't, we would have never known each other had it not been for motorsports and the internet and social media. There's so much opportunity now for people 
to not be bored. There's always something you can do. And, and this is just a, an amazing, um, you know, platform for people to get involved with. I, I absolutely love it. So it's, it's spell, spell out, because I know I had to look at it a couple times, spell out the name of your e-racing and how they can find you and how they can get started. Yeah, our company is called INIT, so I-N-I-T, eSports, so E-S-P-O-R-T-S, -S. Right. so eSports. And um, yeah, it's initesports.com. And uh, if you go on the website, uh, you will see, you know, what, what's happening and what's going on. And uh, I have to say, we are very, very interested in learning and hearing from people uh, that women that they are interested in learning about this. So if you are a woman and you love motorsports and uh, you want to learn a little bit more, please reach out because uh, for us being three female founders, we really care about helping women to get into this um, ecosystem. So just reach out, send an email, you know, whatever interest you have, you know, like uh, it doesn't necessarily has to be only to become a, a driver, like a digital driver. It might even be, you know, that you want to become part of this community, you know, like or learning how to get involved with this industry. Just please reach out because we are here to help. Okay, that, yeah, that's awesome because, um, and it isn't just men that are racing, obviously, but you're, you're trying to reach the women and encourage them to get involved because, we know you and I and a host of other women, thousands and thousands of women, know that motorsports is not just for men, it is for women, but there's also thousands and thousands and thousands of women whose husbands go to the races or their husbands go to the track or whatever, and they don't feel like it's for them. And some of them, it's not for them, but if they haven't been or they haven't felt welcome or included, then they're not going to show up. And so that's what you're trying to do with esports. That's what I'm trying to do in motorsports of, of all kinds um, is make, make it available mm -hmm. to women to see that, yes, we can have events geared towards women and, and explain how you can get involved and show, showcase some women that have really done well in motorsports. And, and it's just, it's just so fun. The people you meet are second to none. There's no better people than the people that are in motorsports. They're just a huge family. And I absolutely love it. Last night, my husband was flicking through the channels and we came across Red Bull Air Racing. I had never seen it before. Now I knew airplanes raced, but I had never seen it before. Oh my gosh. So somebody needs to do an eSport for airplane racing. I'm gonna put that bug in your ear because, yep. oh my gosh, it was crazy. And my dad had a, had a Cessna 182 four-seater airplane back in the day when, when I was in high school and I learned how to take off and land the plane just in case something would happen to him. And when I saw those guys last night racing through those cones, and oh my God, I just, I said to my husband, this is absolutely nuts, but I love it. So that's something I yeah. think I would do. I would try the airplane racing just because I think that would be fun too. So yeah, 
It's just crazy, yeah. isn't it? It is, but like you said, you know, like if you have a passion, you know, I guess gaming gets you a seat, you know, into the, the driving seat, you know, like, and uh, it, you will never be able to do most likely, you know, what these guys did in the show that you watched last night, no. but you can do it on a video game, you know, right. so, you know, like, and get good at it even, you know, without, without risking your life like those guys and girls do. <laughs> Yeah, that there weren't any women last night. And unfortunately, I Googled it because I said to my husband, I want to go watch this in person. Well, they last year was the last year Red Bull did it. They don't have that. But there are other airplane racing mm. opportunities to go watch. And so we're going to investigate that a little bit more because right now there none of them are happening. But at some point, I'm going to go watch that in person because I just thought that was just amazing. So um yeah, Steffi, this has been so interesting, and I've learned so much. W what else have you not told me about or have I not asked you about that you want to share with people or that they should know? Uh, nothing. I mean, we are, uh, for as Init Esport, we are also on social media, so we are trying to grow you know like that so if you feel like you want to go and learn you know what we are doing we post there often you can go and like the facebook page or uh, twitter or instagram you know so you can get to see that we are also on twitch which twitch is the platform for gaming i'm not sure if you are familiar with that melinda but you know it is a platform for gaming so we are on there as well and um, still you know the endoline is always in it esports so you can find us over there and um, yeah that's about it so okay. I'm super happy to had uh, the chance to talk to you and uh, yeah I'm, I'm here you know willing I have had some success like I said in my career for, for as a racer but also as a business person so I love to give a chance and mentor you know like uh, women that they are interested in motorsport so if anybody is interested in learning more you know they can reach out directly to me too you know in that case okay i'm so glad we connected and i i'm just so i'm so interested in this i'm going to be excited to share this not only on the podcast here but also on Facebook and, and Instagram and those places where I kind of hang out because I think this is a, a great thing for people to be able to do. And, and the thing I love about it, any age can do it. It doesn't matter how old you are. Yes, exactly. Girl, man, woman, no matter where you live, it's for everybody. And so I love that part about it too. So we'll put some links in the show notes so that people can find you know in it esports and and your facebook links and that but um i i'm just so excited that we had the chance to talk and hopefully one of these days we'll get the chance to meet in person that would be even better i love meeting the ladies that i interview so um thank you so so much for being on today any last words that you might have i'm just uh, would like to say to everybody that if you have a dream just go for it. Never give up and just go for it because uh, life, it's, uh, it's, it's weird and interesting, but I think we are here for a limited amount of time. So we should definitely go for what you love. So that's my biggest, you know, takeaway that I'm going to give to everybody, <laughs> you know, in this call. 
That's, that's great advice. I, I love that because there's such negativity in the world and especially towards women in racing in many ways. And you have just as much right to be on the track as they do. And you can do just as well, if not better. So agree, follow your dreams and don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. Excellent advice. Well, Stephanie, exactly. I'm going to let you go and uh, we're going to get this podcast out here this week, but um, thanks again for connecting and I'll, I'll share all of your links and we'll hopefully get some people interested. Sounds good. Thank you so much for the exposure, Melinda, and uh, looking forward to staying in touch. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at International Women's Motorsports Association or on Instagram and Twitter at the IWMA Nation. And if you know someone that should be on our show, drop us an email at IWMA Nation at gmail.com.